This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. From- at this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with contributor Mina Tavacoli. Hey, Mina. Hi, Robin. How are you doing? It's New Music Friday, our last episode of the year, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on November 26th, starting with the soundtrack to Paul Thomas Anderson's highly, highly anticipated new film, Licorice Pizza. This is The Doors performing their song Peace Frog, just one of the cuts on this new soundtrack for Licorice Pizza, the new film from Paul Thomas Anderson. And Mina, we don't do a lot of soundtracks like this on the show, but, you know, music has always played such a big role in P.T. Anderson's films. Uh, You think of something like his epic movie Magnolia, which was largely based on the songs of Amy Mann. What's he doing with this latest project, Licorice Pizza? Yeah, you're totally right. This Anderson guy, you know, it's really clear that he likes music. You know, for as long as he's been directing feature films, he's also done music videos. He's done stuff for Radiohead, Fiona Apple, Amy Mann, Joanna Newsom, Hyam. This movie is mad Californian and something like a period piece taking place in 73 in the San Fernando Valley. And it unfolds into this charming, frothy, coming-of-age meets love story between two charming, frothy people who are just trying to do some growing up parallel to and with one another. The soundtrack didn't need to go this hard for something already so rich, but it's a key player in this film, you know. Yeah, the music in his films often becomes a character in and of itself. What's the song selection like on this record? Yeah, um, not to sound uh, windy, but I think Anderson's something like a like a cultural archaeologist, if not just a really good curator. So he's acutely sensitive to the tensions that are at play when it comes to matching motion with noise. This movie's definitely in the music as character camp. Its scenes are like stained with music. They're mixed super high so that you can really relish the fact that you're listening to, you know, Susie Quattro, and then you'll go to Nina Simone, you'll get a glorious Wings and Paul McCartney cut, and each one's sort of like a, a jab in the thigh when they're played against the story that unfolds. I'm like a Doors hater, but when Anderson puts Peace Frog against scenes that's beautiful, I feel like they're these tracks are reframed for me. He's asking me to reconsider. Um, and it's a soundtrack that's so effective in really reconstructing the 
delicious feeling of of light brain damage you feel when you're newly in love. <laughs> yeah, I feel that too. I mean, and I hear you on The Doors. I love The Doors, but he has this gift for getting me to listen to and love music that I might not listen to in any other context. And in addition to all the tunes by other artists, there is this one important track written specifically for the film. It's the title track for the film, and it's by Johnny Greenwood. I think Anderson loves Greenwood's um, like aesthetic compass, his sensibility. That seems to happen with people, with, with auteurs who are just built for each other, mm. uh, like cosmically and artistically. Greenwood did a gorgeous full score for the 2014 movie, Phantom Thread, but where that one was darker and, and more melodramatic to match the mood of that beautiful, freaky movie, this piece is plucky, brighter, warmer. Well, I used to buy a lot of soundtracks like this back in the day because uh, it was just such a great way to discover music uh, that I didn't know or that I'd forgotten about. And it's like just this instant mixtape, like, you know, one that a friend would make for you. And I feel that even still now with uh, a record like this, like the soundtrack to Licorice Pizza, that it's a reminder that this is still an important art form. It is, yeah. It's probably not a novel thought here, but I think it's so cool to listen to soundtracks as like total and distinct works of art. Um, I think it's because when you divorce or separate a score from the screen, they take on new life when they're soundtracking yours. Yeah, for sure. And that's the soundtrack for Licorice Pizza, a film that is out in some cities today. It's out everywhere on Christmas Day. Thanks so much, Mina. Thanks so much, Robin. All right, another release out now on November 26th that we're loving comes from L. Michaels' Affair. It's called Abominable. L. Michael's Affair from their new EP, Abominable. The song we're hearing from it is Chom Chom. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody here for this one. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. How you doing? All right. L. Michael's Affairs had a really busy year. They released the album Yeti Season back in March. They had a remix project with Liam Bailey that just dropped in August. What are they doing on this release? I just call it a companion piece to the album Yeti Season, a collection of unreleased tracks, alternate takes, and instrumentals from that recording session. But for those who are not familiar with L. Michaels Affair, the group is founded by Leon Marcus Michaels, who is just 
He's been everywhere. He's the founder of uh, two labels, Truth and Soul Records and Big Crown Records, founding members of Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings and Minahan Street Band and Lee Fields and Expressions. He's played with Charles Badley as well as Wu-Tang Clan, collaborated day and hour back, and a touring member of the Black Keys and produced for artists like Chicano Batman and Ani El-Khatib. That's insane. He's a force to be reckoned with, and I like this new EP is like my type of holiday music. I'm not a fan of like traditional holiday music. This puts me in the holiday spirit. I love the vibe it gives off of like spaghetti westerns mm. with a little bit of this Turkish funk and a little bit of uh, Bollywood vibes that I truly love and how he blends it all together. Yeah, and, and like mariachi horns. Yes, yes. I just love how he uses instrumentation to create a, just puts you in a different mindset. There were moments that kind of reminded me of Krung Ben. You know, the grooves are kind of, they're kind of sly and sultry and they, they kind of slither around. Yes. You could tell he was just having a lot of fun. Yeah. I would just love to be in a fly on the wall during that recording session. Yeah. Well, it is a nice little treat from L. Michael's Affair. Their new EP is called Abominable. Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, Robin. Hope you have a great holiday. You too. We've got a shorter show for you this week. Not a ton of albums dropping the day after Thanksgiving, but we do have a few more releases that we want to play for you right after this short break. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor ServiceNow. Everyone's talking about AI, but where do you start? How can it actually help your business? The ServiceNow platform brings intelligence into every corner of your company. So every person, every system, every process, everything works better. Put AI to work. Go to servicenow.com slash genai to see how. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. When you book through Capital One Travel using the Venture X Card, you earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights, and you earn unlimited 2x miles on all other purchases. Plus, receive a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor Charles Schwab with their original podcast, Choiceology. Hosted by Katie Milkman, an award-winning behavioral scientist and author of the best-selling book, How to Change. Choiceology is a show about the psychology and economics behind people's decisions. Hear true stories from Nobel laureates, authors, athletes, and more about why people do the things they do. Download the latest episode and subscribe at schwab.com podcast or wherever you listen. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on November 26th. We start the second half of the show off with Julie Doiron. Her new album is called I Thought of You.
the party Don't call to discuss It's time to sleep Don't call to discuss it Don't call me beautiful The dream is calling It's time to sleep now It's time to sleep now It's time to sleep now This is Julie Doirong, the singer Julie Doirong. I thought of you as the name of her album. The song from it is Cancel the Party. And NPR Music's Lars Gottrich returns for one last spin in the New Music Friday chair. Hey, Lars. Hey, Rob. Glad to be here at the end of the world here with you. <laughs> I wouldn't spin it any other way. <laughs> so Bob Boylan played another great cut from this Julie Doyron album on the Tuesday episode of All Songs Considered just a couple of weeks ago, but we love the album so much, we wanted to share a bit more from it. Tell me what it is that you're loving about I Thought of You. It sounds like, and she, she said this on the episode with Bob Boylan, that she wrote these songs at the spur of the moment and went into the studio at the spur of the moment with a ragtag pickup band and the whole record has that kind of feel. It's really loose and ramshackle, but her voice is the guiding light of these songs about turning a corner. But a lot of times songs about turning a corner are when you see that stuff in their rear view. But right. this this album, all the songs are very specifically about you and me. It's like she's singing it to directly to one person. And she is saying, we are turning this corner right now. We are doing it together. Some of this sucks, but we are getting to a place. And that's the kind of thing that I've hit upon this record that's really hit me. Yeah, it feels like you're just spending time with her, right? Like hanging in her living room or maybe taking a walk around the city while she unwinds all of these stories and reflections. I like this sort of beautiful urgency, in the music. It's like they, they have so much momentum. They just keep pushing and pushing, and not super aggressively, but just persevering, which feels like it mirrors some of the themes on this record. Like you say, um, finding your way back home and how you got to keep moving. And it's easy to dip out and not pay attention to the words and just rock along to the groove because, I don't know, there weren't many rock albums like this year, this, yeah. like this this year, you know? And yeah. that's it's kind of the thing that I miss. And it feels like a little Neil Young and Crazy Horsey, which Hmm. is exactly my lane. And Julie is a really great guitarist. I don't think she gets enough due as a guitarist. Yeah, some great guitar noise. And to be fair, she drops a lot of hand claps across the record, which is, you know, musical catnip for me. (laughs) Yeah, add the hand claps, stir it up a little bit. Instant hit! Julie Doiron is the artist. Her new record is I Thought of You. And Lars, let's do one more before I let you go for 2021. It's from the veteran metal band Cynic. Their new one out today is called Ascension Codes.
This is the band Cynic, their new album, Ascension Codes. This cut we're hearing from it is Mythical Serpents. Lars, these guys have been together since the late 80s, more than 30 years, but this is just their fourth full-length album and their first in seven years. Well, this album comes out of a, out of some tragedy. The band kind of broke up a number of years ago after their last album, after some internal drama where people left the band, people came back, and it got really messy. But in 2020, the drummer Sean Reinert and the bassist Sean Malone both died quite suddenly. And it just sent a shockwave through the metal community last year, in addition to everything else that was going on last yeah. year. And Paul Masvidal, who's the sole remaining original member, and instead of trying to replace two extremely important voices to this band, he decided to reshape Cynic. So he brought in the keyboardist and synth player Dave McKay and the drummer Matt Lynch, and they bring different tools to Cynic. So Cynic, they are highly regarded as pushing metal forward in thinking more about fusion and jazz influence within metal and breaking out the space, but also still being very technical and brutal at the same time. And in fact, Paul Masvidal once told me that what he makes is Rothko metal, like the painter Mark Rothko. Oh. So it's very deconstructed, very complex, very layered, but there's this amorphous blob that you can attach yourself to, you know? Yeah. But Ascension Codes feels more impressionistic to me. This is a whole album experience. It's something that you sit in. It's less of a it's less of a headbanger. Yeah. They have all these lovely little I would call them meditative moments on the album. These are mostly instrumental interludes between the bigger tracks, and they all have this kind of uh, coded name or these coded names, like this one that I want to play a bit of. It's called A-VA-432. I like that too, how it's like everything seems to be connected. And that's and that's kind of like a theme of this record. Even the album artwork itself, you have to take a look at it. It's gorgeous. It's like this huge organic alien ship body that just kind of like you can just see those tentacles reaching across the universe. And yeah. that's kind of what this feels like too. Cynic is the band. Their new album is called Ascension Codes. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, Robin. As I said, this is a shorter show this week. It's also our last New Music Friday of the year. December will be filled with all of our best of the year coverage, but there are a few releases that are coming out next week on December 3rd that I want to flag for you, starting with Arca's Kick 2 and Kick 3. These are both out on December 3rd. They are sequels to the album Kick 1 that Arca released last year. The singer known as LP. LP has a new album out next week called Churches. And the DC band Beauty Pill has a new EP out on the 3rd called Instant Night. Look for those releases at the top of December. For this week, we've got one more album out now on November 26th that we want to play from the producer Spectacular Diagnostics. It's called Ancient Methods. I stepped from the TARDIS onto a bleak planet. All around, the ground was ravaged. No vegetation. Banks of chilling fog swirling through the air. Why have I been brought here? Ah. Welcome, Doctor. 
This is Spectacular Diagnostics. The album is Ancient Methods. This cut we're hearing from it is called The Wall, and WXPN's John Morrison here for this one. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? Spectacular Diagnostics is a producer from Chicago, and man, he has chopped together just this really super cool mix of samples and beats on this album, and you can tell he did a lot of deep crate digging. Yeah, this this album, Ancient Methods, very dope instrumental hip-hop record. It seems like he's he's clearly pulling a lot of inspiration from film with all of these like weird and dramatic science fiction samples. It, it reminds you of like an old B-movie, mm. how the whole thing plays out. And it's a really interesting, enveloping sonic environment that he's created here. The music hits and is, is funky and has like the heavy drum breaks and everything and it's, it's cool sounding, but it's also strange and a bizarre trip that he's taken us on. Yeah, retro sci-fi is a theme that plays out throughout the record and these are the kinds of movies that would play late at night on yeah. TV when I was growing <laughs> up and it kind of took me back to that late night headspace in a really nice way, but... I mean, I don't want to read too much into this, but it felt to me like he's not just spilling and whipping together a bunch of sounds. Like he's really working on a a unified statement thematically. Yeah. Instrumental hip hop as a form is interesting on a lot of uh, levels or for a lot of reasons, because you can have some producers just drop a beat tape and it's just ideas and it's just dope. And there's not too much to be read into it. But then you also have the flip side where you have records like this, where everything is intentional. It's tied together beautifully. It plays out in its own weird way. And it's really this unique world that he's building up through beats and samples and that sort of thing. Yeah, it felt very much like a, a reflection on the mystery of our own existence, kind of how small but wondrous we are. And a little bit about how we're so caught up in the minutia of daily living that we can't see how small and wondrous we are, you know? Yeah, I definitely at moments got that feeling of grandeur, but also like just the, the strangeness hmm. of all of this stuff. This whole thing is, is fantastic. Spectacular Diagnostics is the artist and Ancient Methods is the new album. Thanks so much, John. Yeah, thank you, Robin. And that'll do it for New Music Friday 2021. As I said, not a ton of releases come out in December, and all of our coverage for the rest of the next few weeks will look back at the past year in music, the best albums and songs, and more. To keep up with all of our coverage, including Tiny Desks and other features, sign up for our weekly newsletter at npr.org slash music newsletter. And if you want to hear full versions of the songs we featured on this week's show, along with a bunch of singles that came out this week, look for NPR's New Music Friday playlists in Apple Music, Spotify, and on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well. And treat yourself to lots of music. I'm an astronaut. I was sent here on a rescue mission to find a fellow astronaut. Or 
from this planet, but from another time, 2,000 years ago. I know. I know it sounds insane. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR. Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR is with you four days a week to talk about what we're watching, listening to, or just trying to figure out. What you might check out this weekend, what you checked out last weekend, it's all fair game for good conversation. For pop culture and high spirits, listen now to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR.